it's Rhonda Shortino. Thank you so much for joining me for Live, Love, Survive, and Thrive. I know there's lots of other stuff that you could be listening to, but this podcast is for you. It's to help you live an amazing life, the life that you were born to live. It's to help you love, to put your love into action, because that will change your life and the lives of everyone within your influence. It's to help you survive the tough times and to help you mine the lessons out of everything you go through, especially the most painful stuff that you go through, and to use those exact things to thrive. Rhonda Shortino and Certified Life Coach Jenny Christensen, today, we're talking to you about the things that waste our time that we do that don't have to be done at all. So, you know, none of us ever has enough time. There's just never enough hours in the day to get done everything that we want to do. But if we, if we really break down, you know, what's important, what's really important in our lives, we can eliminate things that are just time wasters and we can focus, really devote our time, devote our lives to the things that really matter. It's intentional living. And I've done it. I know, Jenny, that you've done it. So hopefully we're going to encourage other people today to do it. Uh, we've talked about other time wasters, arguing, blaming, and complaining. Today, I think doing what doesn't need to be done is the biggest time waster ever because there's duplication of efforts. There's, you know, we're doing something that somebody's already done. There's doing something that um, really we shouldn't do at all. It should be delegated. Somebody else should be doing it. Um, you know, I'm thinking about when my daughter was a teenager. Um, yeah, she actually should be taking out the trash. I shouldn't be taking out the trash. I should give her specific things to do. And, um, and so that she's learning, you know, how to keep the house. So it's good for her. So, I mean, things that we don't need to be doing. So Jenny, I, you know, I have a whole bunch to say on this. I want you to jump right in and, and I want to hear your thoughts about, um, wasting time, the time of our lives. Where do we start? Well, Rhonda, I think it's really interesting. I mean, I, I've loved the focus of our shows this week. You know, our goal is to pour life into people, pour hope, pour strategies, pour encouragement. And in that, you know, we're challenging people to move toward their purpose, move toward their place of impact, get into the places that we really need to go to. And, and considering where we are in the world, we don't have any time to waste. We've got to get into our purpose so that we can add value to people's lives. And that's what we hope we uh, can do for people. But in that, I think that we waste our time. And, and today I'm going to talk not necessarily about a practical thing. You know, we all have to do the dishes and we all have to do our laundry and clean our homes and, you know, take out the trash and pick up the doggy doo-doo and we have to do all that stuff. But I'm going to talk more conceptually about how we can often waste our time. So I have a couple of examples. Um, 
I look at the whole influence of social media, for example. Uh, social media is used for some really good things. It's a platform for people. There's some really cool things out there. But social media can also draw us into an awful lot of drama and or conversations with people can draw us into drama. Um, I think it's important that we help our friends and we're there for them, but we can end up doing drama. We can end up being a part of drama that is doing something, you know, we're talking, we're, we're being partakers of, or we think we're listening and then all of a sudden we're drawn in and we're actually doing the drama. Mm. So I might have to be writing my book or getting some, or doing, you know, getting exercise or whatever it is. And I'm being drawn in to something like drama. And so I think it's important to be a listener and to be in relationship. You and I talk about the value of great relationships, but when a person starts to go to that place, that's probably something we shouldn't be doing. And I am, I've been in, drawn into that hundreds, thousands of times. And I'm learning to say, you know what? I don't know that I really want to spend my time on this right now. And that's okay. And if it's a valuable relationship, it can sustain that stopping of that, that way. You know, that's one thing. Um, I think we uh, oftentimes micromanage a lot of things. You know, we try to micromanage everyone. You know, we have little kids and we're, you know, and I understand little kids need help and things like that, but we give giving them some independence, letting them choose, you know, a little outfit and, you know, not having to micromanage. And I think especially for moms and our show is dedicated to everyone, you know, young men, men, women, young women. But I think that is a role that we as women really struggle in. We're micromanaging everything. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to let people have a little space. And so we end up doing a lot of things that are wasting our time doing the other things of value. Right. Okay. And please hear me. This is criticism. I've done that too. Micromanaged. I've been drawn into drama. So I'm not pointing fingers. I just know it's wasted my time in the past. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of past, are we dwelling on the past? Are we focusing on the past? And therefore, we don't do what we're supposed to be doing because we're thinking about the past. We're grieving the past. We're, and you and I have both said, I mean, Rhonda, you have an incredible story. I've had some things happen to me that aren't good at all. But in, until we can begin to deal and move on, which we've said for months, you know, if we dwell, then we're doing the dwelling in the past. Mm -hmm. And I think that's dangerous also. And lastly, one other example I have is even just this, the spirit of being perfect or having a perfection, you know, aspect of our lives. I mean, I, you know, I can think of situations where um, I can remember in one particular job that I had, I had an amazing boss and she really challenged me by saying, things aren't always going to be perfect. You need to reach out for help. You don't have to be perfect in this situation. And I really appreciated that a lot, you know, because I think we can get in a habit of kind of putting this veil of, oh, everything's great and everything's perfect. And in it, but inside we're just screaming for help. We're screaming for assistance. We're screaming for some advice and we don't let ourselves do that. So then I'm in the doing of being perfect or giving a perception of everything being perfect when I'm really hurting. And I think that's dangerous, Rhonda. 
So these are some, just a few examples and boy, have I been there. You know, I can relate to all of these things, but I think it keeps us from doing what we should be doing. Right. So I'm going to turn it over to Rhonda and then maybe we'll talk a little bit about avoiding too. Oh yeah. Okay. So, you know, I loved what you said. It just, um, you always make me think and then I think, uh, okay, does what I have to say make any sense at all? <laughs> but where I was going with this topic is, okay, uh, ask yourself, if I only had one day to live, would I be doing this? I know for me, there, there are things that I do uh, that no, if I had one day to live, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rearrange the books on the shelf uh, and put the business books in one spot and the faith books in another. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do any of that stuff. And so, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that we don't do some of the things that make us comfortable, but that we really ask ourselves, uh, you know, where should this be in terms of my priorities? And so another question, ask, what will happen if I don't do this? What's the worst thing that's going to happen if I, um, you know, don't fold the towels immediately when they come out of the dryer? You know, I'm just making stuff up. But, you know, if I, if I don't rearrange the books on the shelf, um, if I don't clean out my closet, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? if I don't do this thing that really and truly does not need to be done. That makes me think, Jenny, about the distinction between what's important and what's urgent. Mm -hmm. I think in our culture, we have a tendency to think that what's important and what's urgent are, um, you know, one and the same. No, they are not. It may be very urgent that the toilet is overflowing down the hallway of your house. Yes, that's urgent. But what is truly important may be a baby in a high chair who's climbing out and about to take a tumble that could end in tragedy. If you have these two things, you have an urgent thing and you have an important thing, we have to know, we have to make the distinction in our minds, what's urgent, what's important, because we must focus, we must choose the right priority and do the thing that's important. You run and try to catch the baby before it's a 911 call. Um, the urgent things do have to be taken care of. Absolutely. But let's not get confused. So what will happen if I don't do this to that with that same example? Okay, the toilet's going to continue to overflow. You know, two more minutes of the overflowing is really not going to make a difference because it's already a yucky mess. Okay. But two minutes in the life of this baby could be the biggest distinction, could be the biggest tragedy, life-changing forever. Toilet overflowing is not life-changing forever.
I want you to be happy. And you can be. That's why I wrote the book, 30 Days to Happiness, that was featured on the Ellen DeGeneres show and was included in her Kind Box distribution. So many people have reported finding their happiness with this book. Please go to my website, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, and order your copy today. Ask yourself, what good thing should I be doing or can I be doing instead of doing this other thing that really doesn't need to be done? Um, you know, back to folding the towels a certain way, for example, you know, I mean, I'm just coming up with something that, you know, maybe rearranging the pots and pans in the cupboard. Okay. You know, if it makes you feel better, fine. But, but what, what can you be doing that fits your life priorities? And what are the most important things in your life? What are those priorities? I know for me, it's, it's my faith. It's my relationships. And it's my service in this life. It's fulfillment of my purpose. Anything that doesn't fall into those categories, um, you know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter really, you know? So if I find myself with time after I've done the truly important things, and I can go to, you know, my favorite store, TJ Maxx, and poke around and go on the hunt and try to find, you know, some wonderful gem and, you know, mixed in with everything else. To me, that's a hunt. That's like going fishing. Uh, well, it's second. It's second to fishing, Jenny. But, okay, but it doesn't have to be done. You see, if I take off and I go to TJ Maxx and I spend an hour poking around in there, it didn't need to be done. It's not okay for me to do that if I haven't done everything else in my priorities mm -hmm. first. So thinking about, you know, what, what are some of the things that people do that don't have to be done at all? I think about, okay, well, you know, why? So are we just doing what we've always done? Are we, are we doing things the way we've always known? Are we doing what's comfortable? Are we doing something the way mama and grandmama did it? So therefore that's how it's done. And, you know, look at those things. Um, is it something that we're doing that is, is like a Linus blanket for us that it's just comfortable. It makes us feel better and we don't want to give it up. Is it something we want to do because we want it our way? So let's just be honest. Are we being selfish? Are we being prideful that, that we have to have it this way? Like, is, is, the, is the house going to fall apart if you don't have, you know, everything stacked up the way you want it, where you want it? Uh, are we prideful that we don't want to implement an idea from somebody else that we just refuse to consider any other ways of getting things done? Uh, now let's just be super candid and ask ourselves, are we possibly creating more work for ourselves than what we really need to do? Um, because we want that badge of being overworked that we want 
sympathy and pity and you know we want our friends to go you know you're the hardest working person i know i'm saying that because that was me for years you know i i could have delegated things to my staff but there were things that i did because i thought i did them better than anybody else and they if i wanted it done right then i had to do it myself and so i would stay at the office you know i'd be there at six o'clock in the morning i'd be there at seven o'clock at night you know, I, I should have delegated a million things. I wish I would have known then what I know now. Because I look back at all the things that I did then, um, well-intended, I did them for clients, I did, you know, favors for people or whatever. And here I am now, I've sold those companies. Those people don't remember what I did. Mm -hmm. They don't care what I did. Mm -hmm. The fact that my teenage daughter was home waiting for me to come home for hours. She's still in my life. And thank God that she's forgiven me for all of the, you know, years that I just really was not there for her. But man, talk about urgent and important. It was urgent that this client have this certificate of insurance or this endorsement processed or whatever it was. But what was really important was a girl named Sarah sitting at the house waiting for mom to come home. That's what was important and I blew it. And I wanna challenge everybody. Where are you blowing it? Let's get our priorities straight. Sometimes I think we do things uh, the way they've always been done out of fear. Fear of trying a new thing. Fear that if we don't do it the way mama's always done it, mama's going to get mad, she's going to be upset, or our spouse is going to say, what are you doing? Wait, we've always done it. We've always watched the news at six o'clock. What do you mean you're going to watch something else at six o'clock? When we, when we upset a routine or a consistency, um, you know, some people don't like it. And sometimes it makes people feel uncomfortable. Let me just say, um, you know, when people get, you know, a little bit tweaked because their routine or, or their comfort level is interfered with, most of the time they get over it. So um, is it a fear of learning to do something that we don't know how to do? I just want to challenge everybody to just be thinking about these things. Um, this goes to the point I just made. Are we creating busy work to keep from interacting with people in our lives? I know if I'm really honest, I mean, I wouldn't have known this at the time because I was just so tunnel vision on my work. But if I, but now in hindsight, if I'm really honest, I can say, you know what? I think I stayed at work a lot of the time that I did and I didn't go home and interact with my husband and with my daughter because I'm not, I wasn't great at personal relationships. I really didn't know how to do it. I had been raised in abuse and chaos and, and that drama you talked about, Jenny. And so um, I just really kind of had it, I think, in my mind that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm abrasive and I can, I can harm people and it's just better if I stay away. Like I'm, I'm loving you more if I just stay busy and stay away. And, and um, 
I know that's probably, you know, way too deep for these things that we do in the morning and trying to cram too much into a, into a period of time. But, but, I'm, but I'm really being very transparent and very vulnerable right now because I think that, um, I think there are a lot of people who are in similar situations where they're just wasting time and we never ever get it back. So the last one I have is time wasting that leads to tragedy. I mean, talk about going deep. Now I'm gonna go really deep. The things that we do that are bad for us, smoking cigarettes, smoking whatever, eating too much sugar, drinking too much alcohol, you know, all the ways that we self-medicate ourselves, spending too much money. You know, the people who um, are, are taking their time during this pandemic by just being online shopping all day, you know, every day uh, and, and spending way too much money. It's time wasting. And it can wind up being tragic, you know? Spend too much money, you wind up bankrupt. You wind up losing everything. Eat too much sugar, you wind up maybe with diabetes and, and health challenges that come with that. Smoke too many cigarettes, you wind up with, with lung cancer. And, you know, and I'm not trying to be overly dramatic. I held my grandmother in my arms as she took her last really ragged breath when she died from lung cancer from smoking really all of her life. So, you know, I think a lot of people don't, they, we, you know, we wanna be nice, we wanna be polite and we don't go there. And I'm going here because when we spend our, the, the precious 86,400 seconds that we get every single day, when we spend it, waste it instead of investing it in what's truly important to us, our relationships, um, taking care of ourselves, being of service to others, being kind, adding value to the lives of others, adding value in this world. Ah, when we waste time and we don't do what we were put here on earth and created to do it is a tragedy that's my opinion jenny so yeah and i'm gonna i'm gonna close with my final nugget rhonda and i but bring us back up i took us way down <laughs> no that's okay you know what i think i think the the real uh thing that i the last thing i want to share everything you said was a perfect lead-in to you know, and I have, I've struggled with this too. I think that we can waste time by avoiding a lot of things that we know we should be doing or could be doing. And I think it's really powerful. You know, are we avoiding change? Are we avoiding moving forward? Are we avoiding doing something that we know we need to do because of fear and all of that? And so, you know, I, I've, I've struggled with that in my life, avoiding, and I can always find something else to do than the thing that I know to do. And so you raised some really good questions that we need to ask ourselves. And I think we need to think about, imagine that you had all the time in the world, what would you do? 
or imagine that you were fully confident in what you were supposed to do or, or the abilities you had, what would you do? Because really that's what we're trying to get people to understand. You have an amazing purpose. There is a place in the world for you where people are waiting for you to impact their life. And that's what we want people to do. Don't waste time. Think about the things that Rhonda and I talked about so that you can go where you are destined to go. Oh, that's perfect, Jenny. Thank you so much. All right, I'm looking forward to next week. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I hope that you'll subscribe. I hope you'll share with others and, and just come alongside of us in helping people to live, love, survive, and thrive. See you next time.